Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. I would like you to understand how I relate the Bible to my life or the things I've read, the movies I've watched, things I've seen, videos, or how I make connections to things in the world. When I'm reading the Bible, I reflect on it. The example is um, Matthew 7, verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. One time I belonged to an organization, and they had a new member. And I didn't think that person seemed like a very nice person, so kind of stayed away and watched from a distance over different meetings. And it turned out that that person was really, really nice. And I had judged them by first impressions. They might have been shy or or something else, which made them seem aloof. But they were nice, and they befriended other people in the organization, and they were a real asset to the group. And it makes me think of how that was a shallow decision on my part to judge. And it helped me reflect more when I meet new people to be more open. Additionally, when I apply these things to my life, sometimes I'll think, now do I want God to judge me that way? Do I want other people to judge me that way? And so I reflect on these things and it gives me a deeper relationship to the passages I'm reading. And it feels much more personal to me. And I realize that you will apply passages you're reading to your life and the things that you know about the world or things you've read or movies or videos or TV that you've seen. These are just an example to make it easier for you to make those connections. Also, these podcasts will be coming out on Wednesday and Friday. The first of these two Bible to World connections is called a sad norm. Isaiah 5 verse 20. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. That put darkness for light and light for darkness. That put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. It's sad that having extramarital affairs has almost become a norm in society. People seem to feel no remorse in doing unethical things in order to climb the ladder of success. People who have great status and wealth are looked upon more approvingly than those who lead good Christian lives. People who live according to their Christian ethics are often ridiculed and aren't given the same respect as others. God calls it as he sees it. When it comes to determining people's salvation, no amount of money, status, or remarks trying to justify one's actions are going to buy them interest into heaven. Here are some related passages. The first is from Isaiah 5, verses 23 through 25 which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Therefore, as the fire devoureth the stubble and the flame consumeth the chaff, so their root shall be as rottenness and their blossom shall be as dust because they have passed away the law of the Lord of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore is the anger of the Lord kindled against his people And he has stretched forth his hand against them and has smitten them. And the hills did tremble and their carcasses were torn in the midst of the street. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. 
The next is from Ezekiel 44, verses 23 through 24. And they shall teach my people the difference between the holy and profane and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. And in controversy, they shall stand in judgment and they shall judge it according to my judgments. And they shall keep my laws and my statutes and mine assemblies and they shall hallow my Sabbaths. The next is from Amos chapter five, verses 14 through 15. Seek good and not evil that ye may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts shall be with you as you have spoken. Hate the evil and love the good and establish judgment in the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious unto the remnant of Joseph. The next is from Malachi chapter two, verses 17. We have wearied the Lord with your words, yet ye have wearied the Lord with your words. Yet ye say, wherein have we wearied him? When, we, when you say, everyone that doeth evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delighteth in them, or where is the God of judgment? So there are people that try to rationalize what they're doing, and they say, oh, it's good, everybody else does this. But do you think God really feels that same way? So this is something to be prayerful about. Now, does God expect that we're all going to be perfect? No, none of us is perfect, just Jesus Christ. But, and he knows we are simple human beings, but we need to turn to him for guidance and ask his forgiveness and ask the Holy Spirit to be with us and guide us and lead us in the direction he wants. So I know life is two steps forward, one back kind of process but the thing is is we got to keep turning to Christ and asking him to forgive us and renew our focus in him the next of the two bible to world connections is called god power within them and the passage is from Isaiah 14 verses 12 through 17 how art thou fallen from heaven o lucifer son of the morning how art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations for thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne over the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Then they that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners? God is condemning Satan's influence on mankind, especially Babylon. Now, if God didn't like that Satan had tried to become like God, don't you think that God would be equally displeased when people professing to be Christians want to have the God power within them? I'm no expert, but through the things I've read in the Bible, God usually gets pretty upset when anyone is arrogant enough to try to gain the power of God. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life 
and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.